black girls out of the box. It's time for Who Watch, Time and Relative Blackness in Space. Hi everyone, it's Nicole and Delia coming to you live from the Time Vortex. Today we're discussing episode 1 of Doctor Who Flux, the Halloween Apocalypse. In this episode, the Doctor faces off with a new villain and, ooh, child, what a face. (laughs) It is what it is. A face, I mean, that, we'll get into it. I have have thoughts about the face already. (laughs) Um, but hi, everybody. Welcome aboard for Tarvis season four, or as Nicole has aptly named it, What the Flux? <laughs> um, the Tarvis is out of the shop. I know it's been it's been in the shop out for maintenance for a good long while. Um, and you've heard of us before, but we're the new crew captain in this Tarvis through this uh, season. Um I know usually you have Connie or Robin or Brianna, but we've guessed it before. You're familiar with us. But before we get into our episode recap, we just wanted to like tell you who are, who we be. <laughs> Nicole, who are you? I am. So I am obviously Nicole. Um, and I also go by Black Tardis. So I am a Whovian who likes to talk mess on the internet. That is the, that's the short, the shortened version of that. Um, and I also am the BGC community moderator, so like I try to keep keep the conversation flowing, keep it safe, keep it fun. Um, and I'm a writer and website designer. I have to say it because I know people will Come get on you. me if I don't. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, those, that's who I am. Uh, but like, long story short, I like to talk mess about Doctor Who on the internet. Honestly, one of the funniest Doctor Who commentators, frankly, in my opinion. Um, But that's, I mean, maybe I'm biased. I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Um, I'm Delia. Like, we uh, set up top. Um, Y'all probably know me. I've guested a couple times, I think, on Tarpus. Um, I'm around on other BGC podcasts. Um, I've also guested on some other Who podcasts, like Reality Bomb. Um... But yeah, I am, as far as like why I'm here, who who am I to be talking about who? Uh, my journey with who has been varied. Um, I used to be like diehard in the fandom, um, but I've kind of recently like within the last few years, like kind of stepped back more and more until not like to the point now where I feel very much like a casual fan. Like I see the news and people in our um, BGC community in like our uh, Doctor Who channel uh, will be talking about the news and what the goings ons, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> um, it has a lot to do with the bill of it all, and like, it just it's it. There's a lot of reasons, and we'll get into them as the season goes on. But basically, I feel like this season is like my last ditch effort. Like, am I gonna keep watching Who? Find out next time on Darvis. Basically, um, still really love the like like new Who 
of yesteryear, but um, we're going to see how we feel about this season. Um, as far as, you know, my BGC position, I am the creative director and CFO of Black Girls Create. Um, I, like I said, I've been around on other pods. I've been on all, all three of our um, limited Patreon pods. Um, so if you want to become a Patreon supporter, you can find us there. <laughs> um, and also the Nerds Are Typing, which is a podcast where we go through me and Connie go through different nerd properties and type them using the B- MBTI and Enneagram. So if that's your bag, holla. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm I covered the it newbie. all. I'm the newbie and this is a prolific podcaster that we're dealing with here. So Okay, please. So like I've guessed it on a few pods, but like this is the first time I'm going to be, I guess, at the helm. So good to have somebody who is like about that life. So we're going to, we're going to, we got it. It's going to be good. So now that y'all know who we are, I hope y'all are going to have a good time because we are going to get into this episode. I cannot promise it won't be out of pocket, but we're going to just walk you through it. You know, you know the game if you've listened to Tarvis before. It just may be a different, a <laughs> little bit more out of pocket vibe, but that's what we do nowadays, okay? <laughs> we're the captain now. <laughs> we got this. We running this. <laughs> like that gif. Um, okay. So overall, I wanted to start with like, this show, I feel like this episode was slow to start, but overall well done. Like, we'll give our final thoughts later, but I think that is, like, going into it how I feel. Maybe my opinion will change as we talk, but uh, that's where I'm at right now. What about you? Yeah, I thought, I think I, and I said this a minute ago, actually, like, uh, the first time I watched the episode, like, I, for some reason, did not retain, like, the first five or so minutes. Like, I completely forgot about them. So, when I rewatched, I was like, oh, this is, this is fun. <laughs> but, like, for some reason, it had completely left my memory. Um, mm-hmm. Which is not to say it was bad. It's just more so that, I guess, with so much stuff happening in the episode, it just didn't stick. Um, so, yeah, I agree. It was, like, the beginning was, I, at that point, you're just like, what is, what are we doing? Um, yeah, so, it, slow to start would be a, the fast I guess description of what occurred there because literally nothing before a certain point really stuck yeah the same which is interesting because of the opening it's kind of like a cold open we open on Yaz and the doctor um kind of in a bit of a pickle um it was cute basically they're tracking down look I'm not gonna remember the name dog man <laughs> look I you know I don't know um <laughs> They were tracking him down, and I guess they got got, and so they were, like, in this, like, gravity, I don't know what you call them, cuffs? I don't know. They're hanging upside down over a a sea of of acid. (laughs) And so it's just kind of, like, hijinks them trying to get out of it because they're going to get released and dropped into the acid, et cetera, et cetera. It was giving me Legolas in Lord of the Rings, like, the way they got out of it (laughs) and, like, were hanging on and, like... I was like, this is all very impossible, but okay, I'm here for it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, it's kind of like the way, like, when I, like, try to describe Doctor Who, I, I feel like that's the scene that you're just like, here, this is what this, this is what you're doing. This is what this like, show is. Yeah, like, this is basically it. Like, if you had to sum it up in the most, like, basic kind of intrinsic thing, it's like, it's just this. Like, yeah, there's, it, it gets, there's more happening, but, like, this is the overall vibe. So I did like that part, because I was just like, yeah, this is, yeah, this makes sense to me. Like, this feels like who to me, you know? Yeah, they get dropped straight into the TARDIS. Like, it's impossible, but we're kind of here. Like, you know, you it's 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 the quirky fun part of Do- Doctor Who. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed that opening. I enjoy, I always, always, always enjoy the Yaz and Dr. Dynamic, um, which we can talk more about. Uh, yeah. Hashtag Thasmin. This is that we are definitely Thasmin shippers up in this Tarvis. So. 100%. Um, then we cut to Liverpool in 1820, and I gotta say, <laughs> my literal note when I was watching, because, you know, I was trying to take notes, be a good podcast host, you know how it goes. Um, my literal note was, apologies, my good man, I do not care. Yeah, I, like, I watched it twice, and I still don't actually know, like, what the conversation was. Like, it was one of those things, like, visually, I can see the scene, but I cannot tell you a thing that happened. Um, Basically... I, I don't know conflict these two white men are arguing about well like it's 1820 so these two it's like industrial they got workers that are working on something and they're arguing about it i guess the importance of it i really don't know but i just was like can we get back to yes and the doctor like i was not invested they did not give me i i know it's like partly supposed to be like the mystery of it all and that's going to unfold as we go through the season but i feel like they did not give me enough to care about that scene yeah, and then it like I feel like the first sentence was something like I don't care, get the poor people, get the get the whatever. <laughs> like I was like, okay, like are we are we asking what kind of labor are we asking for here? Like it was it was pushing it was pushing a boundary. I'm like, what are we are we paying these? That's people? right. Yes, I remember <laughs> you said something, and I also was like, uh, pardon. <laughs> right. So I was like, I think I checked out at that point. Like I don't want to think about this right now. So actually whatever's happening in this time frame of this show, I am not listening to because I think my instinct was like, are we talking about like slave labor or like, that's what I was wondering. What? I was like, uh, can y'all So I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and just completely wash this yeah. from my brain as soon as it's over. It- it did not get clarified. I assume that they're not like based on how the story unfolded, like it's clearly not about that, so I'm hoping not, but like Again, apologies, my good man. I do not care. <laughs> exactly. Um, then we come back to Yaz, and I'm going to have to try so hard. I am so sorry to our viewers who do not care about shipping, but, like, my brain just, like, defaults to Thasmin. <laughs> but we cut back to Yaz in 13, <laughs> and the TARDIS is acting up. Like, she is ill. She needs to go to the doctor. Not the doctor, but a, like, medical professional. <laughs> she needs to give some kind of something going on because she is – wonky is the word i'm gonna use <laughs> like she's it's so it's so interesting because like we've seen like you know the tardis have like little glitches before but i don't think we've ever seen like that's why i described it as like being sick like she seems ill like it's right. um we've never seen it quite like that um so i'm interested to see i mean obviously it has something to do with the flux right like that's obviously what's up or 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 swarm i don't really know but something's up with that but i'm curious to see how that plays out like is the tardis gonna end up being out of commission like where does that go or is it just like flavoring for how chaotic things are i don't know right yeah that was my thought too like are we if this it's so many it's so many new things happening in this episode like if the tardis possibly being even less like reliable like the tardis is reliable but it's also unreliable, and it's like we're used to the type of like way that it's unreliable. But is this like going to be a new mm-hmm. thing? Because that like changes a lot of dynamics. Because like kind of the tar the tardis being where it's supposed to be when it's needed is like the one stable thing. And like imagine like now the tardis is like I don't know what's happening, so I'm gonna actually stay here 
Like we like that to me was the, like, if it was a horror movie, this was like the point where I'm like, oh, I'm scared. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Part, like, like, I, like this is the one thing I is like a constant. Like we know the TARDIS is gonna get us out of it, or like we can get to the TARDIS and we'll be safe. And now it's like, are we even? Is this? Yeah, are well, we good? like the TARDIS. It's not that it was just showing up in the wrong spot. Like that. That's just that's quintessential Doctor Who. Like it's not gonna show up exactly where you want it to show up. It's that it wasn't moving. I'm like, oh, oh no, oh, oh no, oh dear. Yeah. This is not. This is not it for me. Um, and then what most of our listeners are here trying to find out what we think. Um, we we are introduced to Dan, infamous Dan. You've seen him in the promos. Dan. Um, Dan, Dan the man. Um, I made notes, like in my notes, I called him things like Dan the white man and do nothing Dan. I will say, like, overall, I did not hate him. Like, I know, like, a lot of people are like, I, I, I mean, and I agree with that take, right? Like, why do we need a white man as a companion? Like, why couldn't it just be Yaz in 13? Give Yaz the time she is so desperately needed. <laughs> to like shine because she is such a great character. She gives me a lot of like Martha, like what Martha could have been. Um, But again, now her time is her screen time is split with another character that we honestly don't need. And I think is just no offense to those parts of the fandom that is just meant to be like a point of view character for people who identify with Dan. Um, But given everything that we've, we learned about him throughout the episode, I don't think I hate him. Like he was fine. Like, I didn't people who have heard me on other podcasts or I think even I guessed it on Tarbis for an episode like I'm not a fan of Graham um not surprising um and I like Dan these names they're so bland I'm sorry but um I like Dan a lot better than I liked Graham so you know it I we don't need him but I'm glad he's likable enough if he's gonna be here yeah that so I obviously like we come into these things like prepared to hate because like why are you here like why do we need you but I realized in the episode and like I am not well versed in politics enough to really get into it but I do want to clock that like he is clearly a representation of a certain type of Mm -hmm. like person that is like I understand I understand now technically why he's here I, now, mm-hmm. do I think we need him? No, but I do understand that he's speaking to a certain type of person. Um, like we see that he's um, like he doesn't have a job. It's presumed based on the fact that, he, that he's always at this museum, apparently, like showing people around, and he doesn't work there, right? But that's I know the, the fact thing. that he just walks. In. I did know like <laughs> that initial that that first five minutes. I was like, yeah, a white man would just walk up into a museum and think he's like qualified to be showing people around, right? But, don't if if you haven't watched the episode a you should because this is gonna obviously very spoiler heavy but like don't let that it it, it improves yeah like it like I, I think i tweeted like he wanted to be ruth so bad because like when we meet ruth like she's a guide or you know she's doing something similar so i was like are we trying to do a callback um but yeah he he very much speaks to like and again i'm not in the politics so do not add me but if you're gonna add me understand that i will cuss you out um <laughs> no but like there's clearly some type of conversation happening around and i would say like something with to do with brexit something to do with kind of the like Mm -hmm. the classism and how people are being affected by these kind of policies yes absolutely that i did see that's interesting to me actually in a way that i didn't expect uh so in the the 
in one breath, it's like, why is he here? But in another breath, I'm like, if this is done in a way where we are actually getting to explore a perspective that I actually don't have, like, I feel like I get a lot of the white male perspective mm-hmm. overall, but there is like a very small, narrow window of like, this is actually something I haven't seen represented on TV and I'm okay with exploring this if we're going to do it, right? So I'm kind of interested to see like where they're going with that. If there's going to be like a part of the characterization or if that's like, oh, we introduced that. We're never going to dwell on it again because that is kind of par for the course for good old it is. Chibnall. But, you know, we're we're gonna, we're trying to be optimistic. Yeah, I'm hoping to see more of that because from the little I do know about British politics, mainly from like influencers I follow who live there, like, yeah, I feel like that's a demographic that often feels voiceless and that's like part of the problem or a lot of the political strife over there again i don't know details so please do not at me um but i do think if that's what they're doing with this character i agree i think it's super interesting and and you know if you're gonna have an extra character like have them do something and speak to someone in a and in a meaningful way like not just like i'm a average white guy i identify with Graham and again no offense if you're a average white guy like that's fine but like I just want it to have deeper meaning if we're adding characters that we don't necessarily need um when I did watch him though as they're introducing him and like the things he's into like because he's like donating and like taking care of his community I was like so basically he's a good sim like if you play the sims there's a character the sims 4 specifically (laughs) there you can have the like personality of being a good sim and like that's just what he was giving, which is fine. Yeah. Like, we love a good sim. <laughs> like, I'd rather you be, like, good and, like, boring than, like, your only interesting trait is that you're bad. <laughs> like, right. it's okay. Being good is actually perfectly fine. It just can't be the only element and facet of your character. Which, as we as we go on, I don't think that is, and we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, uh, I'm interested in him, to say the least. Um so we, after our introduction to Dan, and I also want to know, I didn't put this in the agenda, so I, but I just remembered he, I don't remember her name, but he's like setting up a not date, but it's really a date um, with it, a friend of his. I didn't get her name. Oh, I forgot but, her name. I had it. I wrote it down too. And like, you know me, my brain said, this is information you will need tomorrow. And thus it is no longer available to me. Um, yeah. I don't remember yeah, her name. but I the museum. Yeah, from the museum. But she was an amputee, and I thought that was so cool. Like, I, it's something about representation, which we're going to talk a lot in this podcast about representation. So if that's not your bag, I mean, firstly, that's what Tarbis has always been. But, like, (laughs) just want you to know that we're going to continue the trend. But, like, there are obviously, like, I do not exist at all intersections of marginalization. Um, And, like, even though I'm really, like, cognizant of the representation we don't have, it's not – even I, like, with the privileges that I hold, like, th- when I see representation I'm not used to seeing, like, sometimes it takes me by surprise. Like, it hadn't occurred to me. I mean, maybe I've read about it, but, like, I just don't – I have the privilege of not thinking about, like, oh, that's true. You don't really see, like, actual amputees in, like, shows and stuff, even though, like, that's a very, like, common thing in real life. And so I just thought it was nice to see, um, like, it – Maybe people think it's like a throwaway thing that they did, which maybe it is. I don't know. We we don't get much more of that character and like she might be dead. It's unclear. You know, it <laughs> is unclear. But you know what? I think there is, a, in a way, it's like, I think it's kind of better to not make a point of it sometimes. Like that's the tricky part of representation because like mm-hmm. there's obviously an issue when you colorblind cast. And I think that also applies to like you have a person with some other like a 
visible disability, for example, and like you make that a thing, then you have to like have a story that supports why you are so invested in this particular mm-hmm. element of this person, right? But if they are just a person who happened to be an amputee, you don't have to dwell on it. And I think that's the thing about representation. It's like, we want to be represented, but I also want to be normal. Like I'm me, be, this is how I exist mm-hmm. all the time. It is not a story. It is just who I am and how I live. So I kind of, in one, in, in one area, I'm like, I'm kind of glad it's not really at this point. Like it doesn't feel like there's something they're even worried about or thinking about. I kind of like mm-hmm. the idea. Like I just cast this person. We like them. They have good energy. Right. And it's like, they just happen to be an amputee. I hope that's the story. Right. But if yeah, it's not I, the story, yeah. <laughs> I want y'all to be very careful with how you then treat this character. Which again, whose <laughs> uh, track rec- record, not great. So I don't, exactly. like, I'm hoping it's the it's the former and it's just like, they happen to be and we love it. Um, I would like more of that in life. Um, not just mm-hmm. who. Um, so again, we uh, then we move on to... Uh, the character who I didn't know, I had to ask Nicole before we recorded this because I was like, who is the big bad's name? His name is Swarm. Um, or their name is Swarm. Actually, yeah. I don't even know if they actually ever refer to them. But regardless, their name is Swarm. Um, talking about I waited, I planned, I executed. And I literally like said out loud as I was watching, excuse me, are you Aaron Burr, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um He's clearly a, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's bad. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like the, I like, (laughs) I actually really thought it was a super interesting and like intriguing intro because it's like, we're looking at like these characters who are like discussing him. Like this person has been Mm -hmm. in prison for as long as they have been alive or like longer. Right. And there's like, they're very far away from him. And, like, they're kind of closing in on him. And he gets more ominous in a way, like, mm-hmm. as they get closer. Like, the way the danger ramps up just in that conversation. I'm like, okay, this is really cool. Then they have him, like, obviously, it, he, the, the look changes. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I find it so, like, the design was so, like, I don't know, effective for me. I was like, oh, that, like, I don't want to be in a room with this person, like, in a way that, like, a lot of who monsters just don't scare me. Like they are not scary. To me. Right. They're scary concept, like conceptually. Like the idea of Cyberman is scary. Like oh my goodness, but like visually, I'm like, look at this. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's like, it's not, like yeah, like it's not, I'm not scared of this thing. So like this was one of the first characters. Like there have been others, but this is one of the first problems. Like this feels threatening and ominous in a way that like like my cackles are up like i am <laughs> like so i really like the introduction of i mm-hmm. again don't know if they say their name swarm but like i like the introduction because it's it's so like as they're talking about it you're like oh y'all are definitely finna get got like i just the the vibe is there. like what well, I, I honestly was like why are y'all still walking toward <laughs> yeah, you already like, know like i know y'all don't know y'all are on who but i'm gonna tell you what's about to happen y'all need to just turn around <laughs> Y'all don't get paid. I don't know what y'all get paid, but y'all don't get paid enough for what's about to happen. Right. It, like, it just felt like it was, that was like such a weird horror movie section where I was just like, everything bad is about to happen in this moment. And like, y'all are so unaware. Y'all just chit-chatting. And he was so confident too. Like, we've been doing this for this long. Boop, boop. You are secured. And I'm like, you are way too confident for like this person that y'all have to check on their like restraints every year or whatever the situation is like, I don't know. It was just so 
for some reason that like it stood out to me it was just so I, i'm so intrigued by it i was like this is a super effective scene for me because i was just like everything like if you took that scene out of the episode and just showed that like i still feel like you would capture a lot of people's attention like people are like i've never seen the show now i kind of want to watch it because this is something that's happening here well especially how he like like did the snap and they disintegrated i mean he didn't actually <laughs> do the snap but like that's <laughs> was it was like, very similar like, concept yeah <laughs> um i was yeah i was really intrigued i will say like Later on in the episode, he didn't look as spooky, scary as yeah. the initial. But, you know, that's, I think it, you know, in line with, like, who <laughs> prosthetics and, like, uh, production, which is fine. Um, I will say, I don't know, like, it, I don't know if you've heard of, like, you know, trypophobia, like, fear of clusters and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have it strongly. Like, I mostly just get kind of, like, like eked out and just keep scrolling if i see stuff but the when he like changes and the and the and the spikes be growing they grew a little it uh, it it, tri- it tripped that in me i was like oh, uh, no. i can't it was not but it helped like in a way it like added to the to the spooky factor i was like i'm not right. i'm not here for this <laughs> um i don't know if you saw uh online like for the most part i've been avoiding all like who commentary because i wanted just to come with my thoughts and not be influenced by like other people's um since the episode came out that's just like me because i don't want to be parroting stuff y'all already heard um if i could help it but i saw a tweet like there's there people are theorizing i don't know if you saw this that because he changes like right in that introduction that he like that's a regeneration because clearly like they um i don't know his sister's name but like they know azure yeah yes, imdb i got you <laughs> all right uh they know the doctor from before like you know the right. whole timeless child like all that that whole storyline so people are like oh maybe it was a regeneration because it was like apparently also two different actors that's what I saw on Twitter. I don't know what I think right. about that theory, but I'm interested in it. Yeah. Like, so I didn't think about it as a regeneration. It just didn't occur to me, actually. But I did think, like, this is somebody who is from the before times. And by the before times, I mean before somebody decided to mess with the doctor's mind. Because obviously mm-hmm. they were doing a lot. And they were like, we're going to erase that. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I had thought, like, this, they might be from the same, like, species or i don't remember the like the tree of Mm -hmm. like species genus i don't remember but like (laughs) somewhere where they are related enough that like at some point you know what i mean like they Mm -hmm. they have maybe the same power set that you know swarm i have two hearts you know maybe three maybe like the next level we don't know but like i did have that thought and like the the way that they change i keep going between he and they mainly because same I feel like, and this is like male coded to me. Um, mm-hmm. So I am, I'm alternating between, but obviously if they make any clear, like he or they in the show, I will follow suit. Um, but like, yeah, I had the same thought. I was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't think of that as a regeneration because it felt like, to me, it was like I got energy from mm-hmm. absorbing their, their essence or whatever. So it didn't feel like regeneration. It felt like, killing them or like whatever when they turn to dust i feel like that was absorbed so that might be just like you know like Mm -hmm, a vampire mm -hmm. feeding on blood that's what i got from that i didn't think of it as like oh a new new me who this you know um (laughs) so so yeah but i did think like they could have been 
somebody from the like before the chasm is right. what I'm gonna call it. Like before we mm-hmm. found the doctor. Um, yeah, it could yeah, be like related abilities. Right. So we're gonna put a pin in that, and we're gonna see how that that develops through the <laughs> through the season. But I did. I'm I'm curious. I'm Same. watching like the eyes emoji. <laughs> Um, so then we go on. I will say at this point, like, I care more now, but at this point in the episode, I still was not invested in Dan. But we get more Dan the white man lore. That was my no. Um, we (laughs) see his flat. He doesn't have food. He's broke. And again, my point about him being a good sim, like, he doesn't have any food, but we saw him earlier donating things. So, like, clearly he's got, he's, like, a good guy, cares about his community, and, like, will, will give when he has nothing, which... One, yeah. one of my favorite type of well, people so like i also okay. was thinking like he's maybe proud um i feel like that is a that would be not necessarily a character oh flaw, yeah proud. I see so i was reading mm-hmm. it different a little bit differently and it's probably because he's a white man and i just gotta put a little stank on it but like <laughs> i was just like oh maybe he's like it's not that he's just good which i think you can be both things these are not mutually exclusive like you can be a good right. person and really care about other people and also be too proud to feel like you need help so mm-hmm. i was leaning more toward the being like i don't need it because I shouldn't need it more so than like, oh, I just want other people to have it because I want them to have it. So I'll that's read it a little bit more take. that way. I, I was like, that. yeah, he's a little proud. I don't know. That's what I got. It's not because the way he talks about like Liverpool and the way he's like, mm-hmm. like I feel like he has an idea of what like this type of person who who's from here, like, you know, I don't know if they have the bootstraps, like how <laughs> how we got it in the US, right? Like, but I'm thinking like in my mind, he's a bootstraps person, like. Right. I should be able to work for this and get it. And if I can't, I don't deserve it. And so, but other people do, right? Like it's that thing that we always feel like mm-hmm. I have to work for everything. But then you also, as a person who cares about other people are like, but other people should not go without, but I should, because you know me, like I'm OG, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that was the energy I got, but that could, I, I will admit that could be projection because I find that easier to like look for negative aspects of people, especially white men. So that might be me. Even if it is a bias, though, I think that take is a little bit more interesting just because, like, I don't know, you want, like, multi-dimensional characters. You don't want just a flat, oh, he's just good. Yeah. Um, that would give some dynamic to his character. So that's an interesting take. Um, if that's what it is, I'd be interested in seeing that play out because, like, it could be, like, as they're, you know, adventuring and traveling, he's, like, needs help at some point and, like, needs saving, but he doesn't want to ask for it and, like, has to learn that lesson, which would be interesting to see like i yeah. i'm i'm here for that take even if it's coming from the bias which honestly is the bias unearned i don't think so we have seen <laughs> we have seen things in who before so like exactly. mm. um i did say because at that point i was still like okay so he's just a good sim i get it he he's broke he needs to hit that mother load tea and like get him some cat some some simoleons because um man's is is, is gotta eat uh but um again i came around to him after like not long after this i was like okay okay he's fine um so then we see i don't remember this character's name nor do i care because i was like a malty poo like just a giant malty poo (laughs) okay wait okay wait no we have to rewind really quick because you probably don't know because i think you might not have checked they released like Two or three days before, maybe longer, they released the clip of Dan, and it's the the clip where like oh the, yeah, I purposely didn't watch it because right. I didn't want to go in with my <laughs> but it's like trick or treaters, and it's like this is one of those times where I'm like you had moments to spare, and this is what you decided 
two spare moments on. They have the trick-or-treaters come and, like, he's very nice to the kids. Like, here's your candy. You know, whatever. Then, like, a grown man comes. Like, I think we made the joke in BGC, like, this is, like, salad guy's, like, friend. Because remember, like, I think it's the woman who fell uh, to earth. The random guys are throwing salad. And he's like, hey, what you doing? So we're like, this, the (laughs) Halloween guy and salad guy's friend, they just go out randomly harassing (laughs) people. But yeah, like, it was such a, like, the clip by itself was like, we were like, this is, like, I actually, it did not help to me. Like, I was like, this makes me, this is the boringest person I've ever seen in my life. Like, why would you release this clip? And it still is actually boring in context. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, there's a, the dog person. (laughs) Like, the dog person is what makes that clip good and i'm like why would y'all release this <laughs> i don't know i just that was a slight little rant but i just did not understand it but it it was much i guess more rewarding when it's like yeah there's a dog man here like i don't know something about it was just i don't know that was like a random yeah movie. it wasn't that it was meant to be funny <laughs> even in the context of the episode like it was meant to be funny but i was just kind of like okay firstly like i'm just like we got a giant multi poo in the living room, y'all. Uh, am I supposed to be frightened? And it turned right, out like, no. So but at that cute. point, I was like, "What is?" I was like, he's adorable. Please. Like, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to like infantilize you this whole time because because you, you like, are a right. You're a pupper. I'm sorry. Like I, I sorry. Like, I think they actually started calling him a pupper in I my notes. Call, like, like that's literally what he is in mind. I don't remember. I, I forgot his name. Cup. I forgot. Yeah, I it's cut. The pupper. If yeah, the, the pupper. Because there are puppers yeah. that we and, know, but he's the pupper. Yeah, and it was <laughs> yeah, he's he was real cute. Um, but he comes in, he like like with an axe, he's like kaboom, kaboom, like Not knocks kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, You coming with me? And Dan's like, uh the hell I'm not and then you know of course the alien versus human who's going in that fight so he takes Dan Dan's unconscious Um, and then like cut to his ship and like Dan wakes up in this like electrified cage and so you're like dang Dan really got got why is this pupper picking on him like what is going on and we find like again I think what they were trying to do so like often you'll have like banter between like supposed bad guys and like a who companion and i think it was supposed to be funny the banter that they were having but i like literally had the conscious thought like this is not working for me no i had to say i was like i like i know what the scene is supposed to be doing like i could think of scenes that were done correctly or like that that evoked what were supposed to be evoked but i was just like this is cute um like it was like this is fine and dandy it's a little long and i'm sure it probably actually is like 90 seconds maybe two minutes but like my mind was like we have been in this moment for too long like, yeah it, wasn't it given what needed to be gave it did not need to be there like i don't know i just there was a lot of it wasn't even just there i didn't make a note of there was another place like where they tried to put in a quippy line and this could just be this episode writer like no offense to them but like they it seemed like they were trying to put a quippy line and i was like that wasn't funny, but okay. <laughs> like, right. I I think they were trying to like make it where once we like the reveal happens of like what the pupper is doing, we're like, oh, that's surprising, right? But <laughs> but they don't do en- whatever they're doing. They are not doing it correctly. It's not being done well. Mm-hmm. So like once the reveal happens, we're like, okay, like cool, right? It's not like I'm not like oh my goodness I would have never guessed that because like he's so mean to Dan or whatever like he's perfectly like agitated like I would be if 
Like somebody keep asking me questions. Like stop asking me questions. Stay in your little cage and leave me alone. Like yeah, <laughs> not I, bad. It just makes me irritated. Exactly. So, yeah. That was um. Weird. Yeah. So that again. So it's fine. And we're now seeing like Dan out of his element. Like that's always. I think also maybe that's why it fall fell flat. Now that I'm just saying it out loud, like. That moment, especially for, like, new companions when they're first pulled out of their element, how they react tells us so much about their character and how what the dynamic's going to be with the Doctor. And, like, it was giving not much. Um, the, that's it. Because there's, like, a, if, I think there's something, like, where there's, like, a fear or wonder or something. He was not really giving any strong one or the other. It's not like, oh, my God, I got kidnapped. I'm like, what is happening? It was like, oh, wow, I'm in a cage? That's crazy. And, like, again... <laughs> I, as a person who watched so much sci-fi, if it were to happen, I'd be like, this makes sense to me, actually. But he's not hes not presented as a person who thinks that way, right? So, like, right. he in the cage, I just feel like he should have some more emotional reaction to it. So, I think that's what it is, too. It's not even that, like, he doesn't have to be scared, because, like, I might be very curious more so than scared, but even the curiosity had to be ramped up, or, like, oh, wait, like, He's like, yeah, you're you're on my spaceship. And he's like, oh, damn, I'm on your spaceship. Like, it's not enough <laughs> of mm-hmm. any of the reactions to, like, match the situation. And so I don't know if that's a character thing or if that's just, like, they were just, like, tone it down so you can ramp it up throughout the season or we, I don't know. But I think that's what it is. It was just kind of, like, it wasn't enough right. reaction, enough, like, emotional resonance. Like, what are we, are you, do you have, are you, do you care about the situation you're in or you just, like, want to go home or, like, go take a nap? Yeah, which I mean, valid, but like, this is our <laughs> companion. I'm gonna need more. Right. Um. So yeah, then we cut to uh Thasman. Um, I'm just gonna lean into it. It's fine. It's Thasman. It is what it is. Um. So we cut back to Thasman. They end up at dance flat because they, you know, that's where the Tardis tar- Tardis <laughs> um drops. <laughs> Ryan is no longer on it, so it is not the Tardis. The Tardis, um drops him off like right outside and of course the silent screwdriver that can do everything like notices that oh shoot there's like non-terrestrial which i was like non-terrestrial like define non-terrestrial like i just like i don't know anyways to non-terrestrial energy or whatever um that was deployed so they like end up in dance flat also this scene was interesting kind of like you know the doctor does her thing and like whoop de whoop figures out everything oh no there's a fleet of puppers coming at us and we don't know why it's an invasion they there's a trap the house gets shrunk but i feel like that moment should have like also revealed more about dan's character but it didn't reveal anything we hadn't already seen when he was in his own flat right and i thought it was interesting that like his brokenness ended up being a like a plot point because right necessary for them to acknowledge for like damn he lived like this and then it's like <laughs> oh look at this very expensive laptop like it's such a weird thing to like and that would stand out like i don't think that's a false read like no. if i went to somebody's house and like they house is decrepit and then they have like a playstation 5 i'm like something out of place in this situation like there ain't even a, a tv but somehow it's like a fresh PS5 right here, I'm going to be a little suspicious about it. But, like, I just thought that was interesting that they, they made yeah. him being broke up, like, a plot point that it would require, like, that's how they figured out that there was a trap. It was like, a oh, trap. damn, it's a laptop here that should not be here. Like, that is very expensive. And that's how they were like, we got to go. And that, that I find funny in the way that I find these things funny, but and not in, like, a laughing at way. Um, yeah. But it's, it I was, was just like, wow, like, 
they really just found this man. Like they really like, like I not like, no other word for it, but like they really just put him out there. Like damn, like. But it also bodes well. Like this is not normal here. Hmm. I think it also bodes well though to what we were talking about before about Dan's character that yeah. like hopefully these things aren't just like passing references and that this is like actually like a trait of his character that's going to carry through the season, unlike you know Ryan's dyspraxia that like never really came up again um so hopefully that like is a hint to like no this is going to be part of his story which if so i'm with it like that's cool um and also i did love the fact that both yaz and 13 figured out at the same time like they said at like in tandem (laughs) um like it's not his and like ran like i just love and i guess this is what why i say like i'm sure i've said it when i've guessed another podcast but like why I think Yaz is a lot of what Martha could be if like Martha didn't get treated the way she did just because like she's a very like competent character and like thinks almost to the I mean the doctor's the doctor but like for a companion thinks to the doctor's level and like is just yeah she's very comp like Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah like I mean that was the thing about Martha like Martha was like really didn't need the doctor I always say like Martha just needed a ride like Exactly. The doctor dropped her off. She did all the work, and then they went on about their business. And I feel like Yaz is similar. Like, can deal with it. Like, whatever's happening, even if it's something beyond comprehension, it's like whatever. I just got to deal with it. And she's like really quick. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I love that they did. That's one thing that's like they didn't do anything with her being a cop necessarily. But I do like that it kind of it expresses itself in how fast she deduces mm-hmm. things and how fast she investigates. Like in her mind, these things are like happening and we're like seeing her be very quick and very like good in a crisis. Right. Like things that you would have learned or are supposed should to have, have. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you were trained well and actually, you know, put on probation and allowed to learn. Um, but yeah, so that I did, I do like that. We're, that's a consistency with her character. And it's also something mm-hmm. that they've, improved over time because i feel like it's always there but now it's much more like we see like okay i've been traveling for a minute so this is like second nature to her and i love mm-hmm. that that's very clear like I, even from the last season which i felt like she was on it like i felt like she was, had a good grasp on things but like mm-hmm. this season she's very very like or this episode i mean i can't say the whole season but she's so on it like she's like very quick about things she's very observant but also she's very um like, she knows now. Like, she can clock when the doctor is being the way the doctor is. In mm-hmm. a way that, like, I feel like other companions take a long, long time to get to that place and don't ever, even when they get to that place, don't necessarily call it out. She's like, now, what are we doing? Like, what's happening? Why you ain't telling me? What's good? Like, from the beginning of the episode, she's like, I know you ain't telling me everything. So I love mm-hmm. that that cop aspect is, like, brought in in a way that works for, like, the adventures and what they're doing. Um, right, it's logical for her character. Like yeah. you would expect a person to be like that. So I also dig it. Um, love Yaz, like a fave, obviously. <laughs> um, so as they're exiting Dan's flat, they meet Claire or maybe meet's not the correct word because Claire already knows the doctor. She's running towards the doctor and is like, doctor, doctor. Um, so clearly there are some wibbly wobbly timey wimey things going on because um, she has already met the doctor and she's like, oh, we haven't met yet, but we will. And let's the doctor go because the doctor's like, uh, I'm a little busy with a invasion, but like, uh, catch you later. <laughs> um, which, you know, I always love a, a wibbly wobbly timey wimey friendship, relationship, all those. Those are great. 
Yeah, I liked it too. Also, because like again, yes, the 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 cogs are in her, turning. Like she's already like trying to put this little timeline together in her head. <laughs> you can tell she's like, okay, something is going. Like I feel like she's going to get to an answer before the doctor gets to the answer. Like that's how mm-hmm. I feel about it. Like she is so alert and like on it in a way that I'm like, I hope this is rewarded later. Like I really, cause she is so like when Claire is talking, she is being like. Yaz is sizing her up and not in like a aggressive way, but just like, okay, let me lock this away. Cause you giving me some information that's like, I'm that, that is important. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm like, I'm like, I've noticed that Yaz is really like investigating the doctor in a way. Like it's very paying attention to things that people say, to, like what the doctor says and what like people say to the doctor. Like even at the beginning, she's like, what is there's a, clearly a conversation happening that I was not around for. But, like, mm-hmm. y'all are talking about something that I need context for. And it's like, so she's, like, tuned in. Like, she is not about to let the doctor get away with nothing, I feel like. And I want that. Like, that's how healthy relationships work. Like, you need communication. You need trust. So, Thasmin are going to get it. They're going to get it together. I've- and I I like that because the doctor is, like, she is hyper-focused on some things that maybe she should not be. So, it would be cool, like, for, like, Yaz to be the level head like no focus we this is what's going on so um because you know I mean and you know naturally the doctor would be losing focus a little bit being a little sneaky trying to like hyper fixate on trying to figure out who uh who is in the what's it called the you mean the swarm no 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 the the organization. It's not called the organization. Oh, it's called the, um, the, the division. Division. Thank you. I was like, it's <laughs> like just the, the D. Uh, <laughs> yes, division. Um, so makes sense. But like, I like Yaz being that like level head. Um, and speaking of, then we cut. They're in the tar- TARDIS, which again is still acting up. Like the door is moving. It's it's mm. a mess. Um, but Yaz confronts the doctor because the doctor's like, my head glitched a little bit. No big deal. Um, and she's like, what are you not telling me? Why did we fo- follow this multi-poo all the way here? Like, what is going on? And like calls the doctor, frankly, on her bullshit. Like, I right. like, and I love that because... I, I love it in that that is so Yaz, and I like that she's confident enough to be like, absolutely not, that's not what we're doing. On the other hand, I just, I know a lot of viewers did not like the friends, sparkles and rainbows, like, aspect of the Doctor's personality. I just, and this was my complaint from last season, not that I've, like, talked to any of y'all about it, but, like, I just feel like we're trying to, like, regress into, like, the moody, like, misunderstood doctor like that a lot of the fandom likes that has been like every other doctor and i don't know i just feel like why do we have to sacrifice the relationship between yaz and the doctor like why does the doctor have to push her away like it's a compelling story but i just not even the shipper of it all just yaz getting her things being trusted by the doctor as like somebody who can handle this stuff i think is only fair to yaz and i don't like that the doctor's just like i can't you wouldn't understand like going through like this like angsty phase no i agree like i like i think even when like 13 was first cast i was like i hope that they don't lean into the grumpiness because of the fact that it's a female incarnation because then it's like people are gonna have like people have something to say regardless but i was like scared that they would really Mm -hmm. try to like make her manly in the way that they think manliness presents itself and so i was actually glad that they leaned into like the just like yay um 
The problem was that they didn't offer enough variation of that. Um, mm-hmm. So it started to feel like, okay, she's not, she's just nice. Which mm-hmm. to me, with my, like how I think of niceness, so I'm like, niceness is always an act in my mind. So somebody mm-hmm. who's nice all the time is actually always manipulating to some to some extent. So I read it kind of differently because I'm like, niceness is a job or like it requires you to actively mm-hmm. be that way, right? But because people just read like, oh, she's so, it's a woman. So they made her kind. So like, you know, like I feel like people mm-hmm. were mad about that. So then they felt like they had to do the opposite of like keep secrets and all these other things that again, like the doctor is always this way, but there are levels to it. I feel like the doctor keeps some things to themselves and then can still be open. And so <laughs> I agree. Like, I don't want, I feel like Yaz is a character who has earned that kind of, inside scoop like in the mm-hmm. way that like we don't necessarily see certain conversations like you don't know when the doctor talk, talks to Rose about stuff but you do get the sense that she has a lot more information mm-hmm. than like later on Martin gonna have like Martin learns a lot of stuff in the moment like oh cool right right that's fine whereas it seems like when Rose <laughs> experiences things she has a context for it that other people mm-hmm. may not have um and so I feel like with Yaz would be one of those characters that I feel like should have that kind of insider knowledge. Like they can drop something from the classic series, for example, and Yaz would not need to be explained what that mm-hmm. is. I, you know what I mean? Like I don't like that the doctor is like so. I take you on adventures, right? Like you have fun, right? Yeah. Because I'm I like just, that doesn't I... that doesn't like negate the fact that I also want to be like a partner who like has information and like knows what's going on. Like I am here with like, you and that's like period like friend or otherwise but like otherwise and like also frankly doctor that's not what you sold you kept saying we were going to be friends and this is and that friendship is not you just taking me wherever you want and then not telling me stuff like that's not friendship like that's not what that is so yeah again i don't right. mind the shift into like giving the doctor more depth because i kind of agree it got one note that like there's in in a lot of ways not just with the doctor's character this was an issue with chibnall's um show running i think in general and development of the characters just being very one note so it wasn't mm-hmm. just limited to the doctor um however you can add depth without adding conflict to yaz yaz and the doctor's relationship because it makes the least sense that there would be that kind of conflict anyway right. there so i did not like that not a fan and that's aside from the shipping add the shipping and i'm mad <laughs> like <laughs> right like add the thing that's like you don't treat your lover this way. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, not do not. that. <laughs> um, oh, so like the next thing is that what I love about Claire is like, she's like, oh, I haven't met y'all yet. All right. I, I, y'all be good. Have a good night. I highlight y'all. Right. And mm-hmm. so then we're almost immediately rewarded by the fact that like, she's being haunted by like, oh, we being angel and love a weeping angel. Obviously okay, one of the best villains. You know me. Like, I was like, oh, I love the angels, but I was like, I hate them. They're stupid because I cannot deal with, like, angels take Manhattan just killed it for me. Like, okay, well, kaput, okay. Kaput. I said one of the best villains right. sand that little <laughs> yeah. one episode. Like, everybody yes. else I know is like, I hate the episode too, but I don't think about it. But for me, it's like all I can think about. So, yeah. my favorite thing about this, though, is this is the angel <laughs> that I really loved and connected mm-hmm. with so i was like yes you're getting closer i was also like claire ma'am are you like you know the rules clearly but you are not maybe you have not practiced because you keep looking away and i understand that you are flustered 
and that you don't normally have to look backwards to put in your key. But I also feel like there is one lock, okay? Figure it she out. She was struggling like, too much for me. Like, it was too much of a struggle to the point where it got comical. Like, okay, I guess you just go. Yeah, I was like, she, you just going to have to get guy. I'm right, so sorry. They're going to have to get you, unfortunately. And I'm like, <laughs> there is no version of this where you get out of it. Because once you drop the key the first time, I'm like, I think the angel could have got you. And they was just giving you a chance. They was just trying to see what you were going to do next, right? Like, I feel like they was like, we could have got her. But let's just see what happened. Because she's over here really playing with these keys. <laughs> like, like the was, angels are petty. <laughs> like, I feel like the angel was really just, like, getting a kick out of the whole thing. Because, like, it was so many mistakes being made in that moment by Claire. And I'm like, maybe Claire knows she gets got because of the situation. And therefore, it was like, oh, it has to happen. Like, I have to already be in the house to make sure the timeline doesn't get broke. And so she's doing the whole, like, dog and pony show just to be like, oh, I'm in the house now. They got me. Um, <laughs> like, I kind of hope that's it. Like, she knows it happens. So, like, yeah, trying to match maybe. the circumstances. But I kind of just think they thought they were really, like, selling the, like, horror. But it stopped being, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> scary, like, because she kept doing it. I was like, she okay, the first with couple times. Right. <laughs> the first couple, like, little moments when they looked away, I was like, yes, angel. This is, this is the angel that I love. And then, like, she dropped the key again. I'm like, okay, you know what? She gonna have to go ahead and get got. See you in the past. Girly, the I'm future. so sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> I will say I did like the fact, I mean, I'm, again, very intrigued because she knew, like, we know she meets the doctor, but the fact that she also knew what the weeping angels were, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, oh, Claire, she got some knowledge. We don't know who she is, but okay, I'm, I'm peeping. I like what we're putting down. I'm into it, so... We shall we shall see what that what that what what we get from that in the rest of the season. I'm excited. Me too. Up uh, next, okay. Who next? Yes, 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 yes. Here it is. Here it is. We get another character. <laughs> <laughs> we get Vendor, who is played by Jacob Anderson. And if you don't know who Jacob Anderson is, let me tell you how it went down for me. So I'm watching. I'm already, I'm already into it. I'm like, ooh, Claire got got. Uh oh. And then we got this. We got this malfunctioning like spaceship place like on wherever the flux is and i'm like ooh, this is chaotic and then they show the character's face i'm like okay dreads and then i'm like grandma ah! <laughs> that's why like i didn't like we don't like i once we decided we were like we're gonna do it I'll, i'm not gonna tag deli and nothing because like i like i like wrote something about like san diego comic-con so i knew about vendor and so I was like, yes, my boyfriend, whenever oh, he well, you shows knew? Up, oh, boom, dang. So I knew, but it, it was like, I knew and I still was like super excited when it happened on the show. Because I, I, you know, A, you don't know when they're going to like pop up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, are they going to make a way for it? Like, are they teasing? And he's going to be like, in the last episode, like, how much of them are we getting? And he's like, right in there. I was like, there he is. There go, there go my boyfriend. Because like, he's my boyfriend. Um, And so, yeah, I was, I was also really excited, but I did have like foreign knowledge, but I, was think I remember thinking like I don't think like, I was like really like I don't think Delia knows I did not know so I was like I wonder what like that is gonna be um so I love that I love that you were excited about that I was I, so like, I, was, I was so excited <laughs> I was like excited when I knew but I had time to like marinate and prepare myself so I was like there he go but I was like I do not think Delia knows. like Delia has not been in the in the channel so like. We definitely talked about it, but you were not in there at that time. I was like, not. I remember. So I was like, I don't think she knows. So like, I that it like gave me a good tickle because I was just thinking like, you I got knew. I was going to be excited. I was, like, I was thinking like, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. 
It really was. I was like, all right, this is the rest of the episode, right? Like, I was like, I don't care about literally anything else that's going on in this episode. We need to keep cutting back to Vinder because, hello, my mans. We got, ooh, like, that man, I know, he's fine. Like, it is what it is. Like, I realize, recognize real, real hotties. Anyway. And I love how he was, like, making his report and clearly shenanigans are afoot in the space. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all an update. Also, fuck y'all. I ain't trying to be out here anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, I, he was like, oh, like, peace, signing off. He was signing already off. over it. He, like, the first transmission, he was already over it before he realized what was really about to occur. And then, like, it's a little fast forward. But, like, when they actually, he's starting to see some Galactus action happening. And, like, Planets, he's like, oh, no, baby. They don't pay me enough for this. And I was like, see, even in space, black people, do, if we don't get paid enough, we got to we go. Are, nah, <laughs> we got to go. It we is time to go. go. He was like, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to head out. Y'all be good. Like, that was my favorite. Like, I, I, yeah. like if I felt like that, that was my own. Like, that, that's me 100%. Like, oh, yeah, definitely no. I'm going to go ahead and holler at y'all later. Here's my little report. Y'all be good. <laughs> like, I love that. So, that really, like, made me excited because I was just like, that character is very, like, aligned with me spiritually like i feel like we've absolutely i cannot <laughs> wait to see the re- him for the rest of the season if he dies i'm quitting so just no, I, will, you know. I i think i will have to take a flight and <laughs> yeah hands on somebody like i just feel like they should be aware of that um, i mean not only for you know obviously just killing black people to kill black black people of it all but like specifically him we are gonna have problems like so like specifically because i'm very invested in this character like in this absolutely 10 seconds so like he didn't interact with nobody and i'm already like oh i got his personality i got his vibe and he's cute like the cute is just a cherry yeah. on top but like period anyway yeah, um point. Anytime he was on screen, I forgot the rest of the episode and was like, this is why I'm watching the Vendor show. Anyway. <laughs> so we move we move on from Vendor, unfortunately. And we're back to finding out that the Multipoos are actually trying to save the humans from the Flux. And the Flux is finally named. Um, which is really cute. I'm sorry. I know maybe it's it was supposed to be like super cute, cool, no, but it's freaking That adorable. is cute as hell. I was like, oh, the puppers are coming to save their humans like puppers do and we don't deserve puppies. We don't and then I And them. I like, obviously my next tweet was like, yeah, the cat, the, those cat nurses probably been gone. They said, dudes, because you know cats don't care. Like, Oh yeah, are, them cat nurses, they were yeah, like, they go. Oh, that, that ain't like, my problem. Y'all be good. They did what they did. <laughs> they said, y'all be good. We on, we on our ships on the way out. Um, yeah, I thought that was the cutest thing. I'm like, if that if it was not meant to be cute, I unfortunately y'all just missed the mark on that. That was cute as hell. It was adorable. Yeah, that's why I was like, is this meant to be cute? Because all <laughs> like, I'm getting is like, aw, cute. Right. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to like. I don't want to like be like <laughs> paternalistic and be like, oh, how cute. But like that was my it was freaking cute reaction. To if you like so. dogs at all, you can't tell me that that was not cute. That was adorable. <laughs> I was like, oh, they were coming to save their humans. We don't, and we always say like, we don't deserve dogs. I'm like, we don't. Like, I kind of feel like y'all should see, like, let humans see what happened. But like, I appreciate y'all trying to pay these folks. But I didn't understand. <laughs> so like, for me, like, then so like, you know, some functioning can start happening. But like, also like, Yaz breaks out. So uh, Yaz and the doctor end up on on the pupper ship, and um, like Yaz, they like part. Also, there's more conflict there. It's whatever. 
But Yaz goes after Dan to try and free him. She does. It's cool. She's smart. She's competent. She's able to like get into them computer systems and like boop, boop, boop. You free. Probably. Try touching the bars. If it electrocutes <laughs> it you, It was very the doctor. It was very much It was, like, it was giving very, much, very much the doctor. Yes. Um, and so when they come, they join the doctor and the pupper, um, Dan's like, I don't want your help. So that could lean it, lend itself mm-hmm. to like the pride. But also it also just seemed like the typical human line like we can do it ourselves and i i me personally (laughs) i just want to put if there are any aliens listening that feel compelled to save me from some sort of doom befalling this planet i invite you you are welcome as long as you take me and my family like i it's good like let's go Yeah, like I thought it was, and that was a thought I had too as well. Like, is it just like I don't want your, I don't need your help because like I'm, you know, I mean, I got it, like I can do it, or whether just like he was just offended because the dog kept talking to him like he was a dog, <laughs> like not used to that <laughs> reversal, and was just being like, I cannot believe this. So I found like that was funny to me, and again, I don't even know what the aim is ever. Like the tone of this episode, I can was never a clock. little nebulous. Like I'm yes, like I agree. for me, I'm like I find this part funny, but I don't know that they were trying to be funny. Whereas exactly. the parts where they are definitely trying to be funny, I'm like this is not at all not funny. funny. <laughs> so yeah, it was one of those things where I'm like maybe I'm just I don't know, but. And yeah, also, I it since it was, I think yeah. also part of the confusion was I was going in thinking it was going to be a little bit more spooky or something. I mean, and yes, we got yeah, Swarm who's spooky, but like happens, it's a though. Halloween episode. They I'm definitely like, did not. It was like, it was like not Halloween really. Like they, they, that was a gotcha. It was like, I'm thinking they're going to keep reiterating Halloween in some way. Like keep reminding us that this is a spooky thing, but it wasn't like they had the spookiness first five minutes and you're like, all right, spooky over bing, bang, boom. Now we're going mm-hmm. to the, the show. And I'm like, okay, so y'all added Halloween for the sake of dropping it on Halloween. Like, I feel like they much creepier at the top. And I felt like they, they, that sets a, a different kind of tone. And then you get to like the puppies and then like, you get to like, <laughs> and I'm like, by the end of it, it's like, I found it like, like fun because yeah. of the chaos. But it also like, if I was to pick it apart and I'm making a conscious like choice to not lean into the things that are, did not work it can be picked apart like there's a lot of problems when you nitpick right but like i was like i'm just gonna go with my initial overall feeling which is like i enjoyed it it was fun like i didn't there weren't no parts never like that but you know a little like in the beginning again for some reason it didn't stick but after that <laughs> like i was like this is fun like this is a fun episode and like mm-hmm. i also think that all of these things that don't work might work when we have like hindsight for them not necessarily humor like they just missed they missed the bus with that mm-hmm. they uh it didn't work but some of the like tone things might come into play i don't know yeah i thought it was i was like this is hilarious and adorable so if they're trying to be serious right now like if i'm supposed to be in a state of like <laughs> like feeling like this is a severe moment mm-hmm. i that did not happen but i do we don't need saving i was like okay uh what you gonna do against the flux then fam like what's the plan like i okay so again we're getting into the flux shenanigans and this is where i was like oh shoot like not only did this episode do well like i am now invested into the rest of the 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 arc because we see the doctor feeling the end of the universe i just okay first of all Despite whatever criticisms I ever have about um, who this Chibnall too, the criticism is never Jody's acting like she be acting, and I love that for us. And 
just seeing her go like because they they go off to like the edge of our solar system and open the door also yeah no dan does the thing he sees the tardis he's like oh my gosh it's bigger than the inside whatever and so they go to the sd universe (laughs) he's like how are we breathing air bubble blah 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 the typical the typical beats but then we see the flux the um coming in which is like this big storm i don't know and like a cloud yeah. yeah that's disintegrating everything and the doctor like is like going through it physically and she's like i i can feel it like i'm feeling the end of the universe and i just thought that was like oh dang like the stakes like obviously there's a lot going on the stakes are high but i felt like that was when i felt the stakes i was like oh snap the got the doctor feeling like this uh-oh right uh-oh indeed um so again flux shenanigans um then Again, the doctor's brain keeps glitching. I don't know. That's what she well, no, says see, is that's a glitch. The but thing. she's saying it's glitching, but like, oh, it, oh boy, um, is actively sending her the DM. Exactly. Like, he's like, ma'am, what's good? Do you remember me? And she's like, nah. And he's like, well, too bad. Like, too bad for you. Sucks for you. Um, that is so. Again, that's one of those things where I'm like, you. There are moments that are supposed to be scary, and then there's like. And they don't, again, the tone does not <laughs> go with my uh, reaction to these things. But, like, I'm like, that is wild. Like, when it first happened, I'm like, uh, maybe she just happened to pick up a vibe because she got, right. you know, she's strong with the four, whatever. I don't know. The first time like I felt like might have been, a like, a, just an accidental connection because, like, he's mm-hmm. really strong. That happens sometimes. Like, right. To the doctor. But the second time, he definitely was, like, at the doctor. Okay. <laughs> Check me out. Makes it clear. I'm like, on your ass. And I was like, yeah, put that in the list. I was like, oh, wait, no, this is targeted harassment. Like, this is yes. not, this is not like, she's not a coincidence, or the doctor is not coincidentally involved. It's very, no. like, I mean, we knew that, but it's extremely pointed by this point, because they're like, oh. And, like, I have the, the quote, but, like, I just, like, we are not, this episode is not really, like, it's not, it's softening some of these blows and i think they, they said i feel like it's they, a said, <laughs> they said oh they did good work on you you really don't remember me i was like oh <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what I'm, like. <laughs> like, I'm like i was just like it's so much happening that like should this shit like the doctor should be laid out and just like in a spiral on the floor just like thinking about the fact that like this is all happening right now and like i find the the lack of or actually the remainder like keeping the composure kind of like it's I that should shake the doctor so much. Like, a mm-hmm. the person can just psychically call you. That is something that I feel like if it was very common, it would we would know about it, right? Like the mm-hmm. fact that it's happening should already be extremely upsetting, and the doctor should be reacting more to the fact that this is. I mean, like she's like, yeah, this is finds the glitch, right? But then when it happens, like, like, her, like I feel like that's the only thing I'm like the direction something is like not lining up with like the, the heaviness of what's happening and that might be on purpose so that we are like still in the like yay it's, da, 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 it's like a fun little episode right, right? it's like, a season, it it, it's season be- opener i can understand if their <laughs> goal was just to like lull us into like you know the good times we're with we're with the doctor and like getting happy before they like you know tear us to shreds as you know who does sometimes um which you know valid um i will say when at this point we didn't mention it because I just did not care. But like there was a point in the episode we cut to the Arctic, blah, blah, blah. Turns out Swarm has a sister. I think we mentioned that he has a sister 
Yeah. She was disguised as a human, blah, blah. Who cares? But I will say at this point, when we see them um, towards the later parts of the episode, they are not looking as scary to me. They are not. No, they've they, gone. Say, what, say it. Yeah, I was. I'm looking I, at the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to Google, I literally like, was sitting me. there. I was like, this man looks like Floops Fooglies. Like, <laughs> did y'all see Spy Kids? Like, he's giving Floops Fooglies. And like, it, I, like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, that is not to disparage the makeup and prosthetics department on who, but like, once the lighting lightened up, we weren't in that dark, scary place. I was like, so like a foogly is what, is that what we are? (laughs) And like, I can, so I got the impression that like, the more it consumed or destroyed, it like the more vibrant it got, and so mm-hmm. I was like, you know, like it's very he's getting the, he's giving us color, like we're getting a full like <laughs> beat right now because he didn't just ate him with several, several planets, and he also had enough energy, you know, to like bring his mm-hmm. sister out and also give her. She went straight to color. She never even got to the point of like, being, yeah, she was like, boom, bam, boom, like hello, I am here, and I was like, you know what, <laughs> they might be about to ruin the universe. But they about to do it very stylish, okay? Because they are very, like, they are funny looking, but they are also very, like, they make you want to know what is going on with them <laughs> in a way that, again, a lot of yeah, villains, I'm, I'm still like, very interested. Right, like, a lot of villains are like, once you see, you're like, okay. And you're more scared of the concept or the idea. Like, they are like, I want to know what you are like. Like, I want to, like, I want to know. Like, you're giving it, because it's also, like, mar- like a marble texture, going on in the head area it's like gems and stuff. i'm like i'm liking yeah. this this is feeling opulent to me this is feeling it, it is it's regal right like i'm it's, getting <laughs> like i'm getting wealth i'm getting <laughs> <laughs> and so like something about that like i like find interesting because i'm like it's such a interesting it's such a fun like <laughs> like play on the i don't know because mm-hmm. like where we start with that character, especially it's like, oh my goodness, it's like he's sharp. That's like a very Yeah, I think you know. I just bring it up because like it goes to that <laughs> to that that point we were making about like the tone of the episode yes. being inconsistent and shifting. Cause at first, giving the creepiness of like the silence, you remember the silence? Like I was getting those same like creepy vibes, like, yes. ooh, I don't know. And then by the end, I'm like Then it was fashion. Was like straight up. But like, with TikTok. a beat. Foodly with a beat. Right, I'm like, it was just like straight up, like I was getting like the reveal, like the before and after, like it was a whole, the whole like outfit, it was a lot, but I liked it, but it was also, yeah, like again, tonally, I'm like, oh, am I, like I still, we know that there's a, it's a threat, but this episode is doing a weird thing where like it is softening that, and I don't know if that, again, like you said, like lull us into a false sense of security, like oh, they're fine, like I kind of thought you should lean more into the fact that it is not fine, (laughs) I think that is more effective to be like, no, this is like real. Like this is, mm-hmm. things are happening. But for some reason that's being said, but that is not what they are like making Getting. us feel. And I'm like, I don't know. And again, that's one of those things like when you look back at it in hindsight, that might work really well. But like at this point, I'm just like, what are we right. supposed to take from this? Cause like, I'm kind of interested. Like I kind of want to know, like I kind of want to see like, who am I rooting for here? Because I don't know. But like, I feel like I should have a stronger point of view about like, this is very bad. This is dangerous. This is, and I don't, ne- you, know, you do know, like if I write it down, like on paper, I understand that this is a big threat, but I don't feel that. Yeah. I it. feel like we could get the Fugly with a beat look in, in the next episode. I feel like it may have been more effective <laughs> to keep the creepy vibe in or the dark it, like, for shift. the first 
episode. Yeah, or like make it be like a subtle thing that happens throughout the appearance. The, the seat. Because yeah, I feel like yeah, they yeah. went straight from like creepy, like, oh my God, he up in there, to like Glamazon. And like there is no, <laughs> so our, the mental image we have is going to be the, the more recent, fresh, the, the full right. beat image. And I'm like, that's not as scary as that initial image. That initial image is like somebody I do not want to be in a room with. The, the second mm-hmm. one, I might want to be there. I might want to chit chat. I might want to get Yeah, I'm like, are, they, are y'all all evil? <laughs> is this a whole like, race of people evil? that, like... <laughs> yeah, like, are you I can hang with some of y'all. Yeah, like, I just feel like they 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 soften them. And that might be just a thing where, like, oh, the bite is way worse than the bark or whatever. Or they just look un, un, non-threatening, but they actually really are. And that could be Or just budget limitations, But honestly. I'm like, I feel like they should have just... I mean, even if they didn't go full, like... They didn't want to have, like, obviously, you cannot afford to just keep putting on full right. prosthetics all day and every day but they could like you know get them sharper edges like closer to what the original thing was that ain't prosthetics are cost a lot but you make them and then you just keep you lighting is everything i don't know we'll see yeah. i'm still into it <laughs> but like i'm yeah, still I like into it it, it was but... just like that like you said that tone shift and like not really knowing what i'm supposed to like come away mm-hmm. from it with like i came away with it like oh that was fun but like should it be fun maybe it should be should I be concerned? I don't know. So that was <laughs> Yeah. So that, that pretty was... much brings us to the end of the episode. After that, we get we get like cuts between all our all of all of the the stages set basically. We're cutting between the puppers are protecting Earth. They formed basically a shield around the Earth to protect it from the flux. We don't know if it's gonna work. Team TARDIS is struggling in the TARDIS because they couldn't get behind the shield because again, the TARDIS is sick, is not going where it needs to go. Um, so it looks like they're about to get got by the flux. Things are happening to those factory workers. Remember, I said, I do not care, good sir. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that we're, that's apparently still in play. I have forgotten. Claire is in a different time. Like, we see her, you know, the weeping angel got her. So we see her appear, and we don't know where yet. Yeah. And Vendor is act- actively escaping, which is all I care about because it that's means it. Like, he's still alive, it. period. Right. Also, like, randomly, they threw in the potato heads, Mr. Potato, um, Centaurans. I was really going mm-hmm. to Oh, I forgot to put that. You're right. Yeah, the Centaurans <laughs> are here too. Right. So they have them. They see they went for realism with these character designs, and I don't like that at all because they look Mm-mm. both look like brown potatoes, and they gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, no, um, I was not into it. I didn't like that design. Y'all could have pared that down and put that little money on um my good homie Swarm. Yes, because that was too detailed. I don't like that. Um, I liked the rubbery prosthetics <laughs> yeah, like, in the past. Those cheaper ones. Like, Remember those old ones? I like sometimes? a nice solid brown. I don't like all the aging and stuff. Like I, it is more realistic, but for that, I don't want it. Um, yeah, but yeah. So they're gonna be obviously like I guess either taking advantage of the flux or whatever, taking advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that the doctor is preoccupied. And I'm like, don't y'all got something else to do? I don't know. It seems like they've been waiting a long time to do whatever they're gonna do, and I think yeah. I could be wrong because. I don't pay attention. Once it like it tells you what the next episode is, but I just at that point have already I've left the, the building. Um, but I think it will focus on them. It so, yeah, it sounds like it is. Um, so I yeah, I mean I guess yeah, they're there too. It's fine, whatever. They are. There's a lot of pieces. So when they're <laughs> cutting back and forth between all things, you realize like oh, there is a lot at play here. Yeah. Which for me, getting into our final thoughts of the episode, I love a good mystery. I am in very intrigued to see where this is all going. Like what it all means especially the claire of it all claire really claire really interested me you know because the timey wimey and obviously vinda because (laughs) um (laughs) i am who i am and he is who he is so period um but yeah i really walked away 
it was slow to start, like I said up top, but like as somebody who feels like their whole fandom of the show is riding on the season, um, like whether it continues or not, I this was a strong start for me. Yeah. Um and like echoing that, like I really felt like some people like and I do not I try not to read tweets again because I don't like you say I don't want to really have other people influence my thoughts about it but I did pick up that some people are like oh it's a lot happening it's too much and I'm like see the mm. thing about me as a person is that this is how my brain works actually and I'm like <laughs> maybe people with certain neurodivergencies or certain mm-hmm. like executive dysfunctions might feel what I feel which is like yes because my brain does this every day. Like I am literally always doing things at one time in my brain. Like I today I had like three tabs open and I was actively doing three different things. So like mm-hmm. and it didn't I could follow them. That's just how where I was. So for me, all the things that were happening did not seem that disjointed or they didn't seem like too much. About a I can and I'm not going to theorize about it, but I have ideas about like what some of the things mean. I tend to be mm-hmm. right, and that's the reason I'm not going to theorize. <laughs> it's like it's like a my, she does. It's just it. It's like my, I they call have it my a shitty skill. superpower. Like I call it my <laughs> shitty superpower because like it's not useful. I can't get like I can't make money off. I guess you could bet, but like whatever. But I tend to be close to right more often than I'm not. So I don't publicly theorize things. Yeah, like, trust me. If y'all about. are listening and like, no, we want to hear it. No, you don't. It's just going to be a spoiler, like, <laughs> like an like, unintentional spoiler. Yeah, it happens more than I would like. Um, and that's the stuff, like, like it happens across mediums, across genres. It's just something that I have. Like, Absolutely really... a superpower, though. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, in my head, I had already made certain connections. Even, like, even when they, in the very beginning, when they have, like, the people we don't care about and, like, the Muppets Christmas Carol or whatever, like... Mm-hmm. We were, I was like, okay, I see what's happening. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking about it, I do not remember what that thought was. But I literally was like, whatever this is, <laughs> it's gone. It's not important. I ejected it. I that I put the, hit the eject button on that thought. But I do remember having the thought. And I'm sure I probably actually wrote it down in my first set of notes. But, like, mm-hmm. I had a thought. I'm like, oh, this makes sense to me. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, like, what I was thinking about. But I bet you I will be right. Like, that's how it is. But, like, I don't know. For me, the episode has a lot. But it's a lot that. There are very obvious things that connect, but then there's the things where, like, even if it's not obvious, I can kind of see where it's going. So I like the idea that there are this many threads, and I also like the idea that, like, mentally, like, doing the math in my head, there's about enough episodes to cover each storyline that I think they are trying to, like, put together. I'm like, oh, there's just enough episodes for them to close each one of these things they Mm -hmm. opened up. Like, if they do it correctly, there's enough time to accurately and like you know satisfactorily close up all of these things now maybe they don't maybe they spend like three episodes on one thing we like we did not need that like you know we can't know but i like that i'm excited about figuring out what things are um i like the mystery and i like mysteries where you will be rewarded to rewatch the episode like the episodes in the season later because there are some mysteries like once you figure it out it's nothing fun about it like you're like oh damn okay but there are some things like when you rewatch you like it's a whole different show in a way because you're like wow that makes that has a different context mm-hmm. i what i want to hope and i think once because i really am still iffy on it but like i want to hope that that part of chibnall's brain that is like a mystery person and like a it had the time and space to do it right this time mm-hmm. <laughs> like you knew you had a limited time you knew your budget you knew all these things that tend to mess you up right like you had the time 
to work within that framework. Let's give it all you got for this last run. Um, so yeah, I like I'm hopeful that all these things are gonna be that make sense. Um, and that they're gonna be like I I don't know. I too. <laughs> so I too am hopeful. I really love it's all it's hard to do and I feel like TV overall has like skewed too much towards this formula of like have as many things going on as possible and like try and wrap them up to tell this big epic. It doesn't always have to be that, but when right. it is that and it is done well, which is more often than not, not, not done well, but when it is like, it is so good and compelling to me. Like look at Game of Thrones, the, the, the book series, not the show. Don't look at that. Right. Don't, or like pretend that. not to see <laughs> but the actual, like, uh, ser- like the written series, The Song of Ice and Fire, like that's 10,000 threads. And like that we can tell the books are never getting finished, but that we could tell they were going to all wrap up. <laughs> and um, I just love that. And I think they're setting it up. They have the time, like, like Nicole was saying, to wrap it up and like do the thing and write it well. I hope that's what this is going to be. And I will right. be so here for it if that's what it is. So um, for a couple, we have a, a new section, a new slash old, a rebranding of an old section. Um, if y'all been listening to Tarbis, you know that we had a section called Ryan's Rants and Raves. And what it was was just like rants and raves about Ryan, um, who's no longer on the Tarbis. Um, he's in the Tarbis in our heart, but he's not on the Tarbis. Um, so we decided to rebrand it a little bit and like kind of change it up. And we're going to call it Ruth's Rants and Raves because Ruth is a doctor and that's forever, period. And we want to use this section to basically rant and rave mainly about like general representation and things like that within the episodes, because just because we may be into in, enjoying the plot, we are not going to let Chibnall and future showrunners like rest <laughs> because you got to nope. stay on them or stay else they next. just stay on their necks or else they're just going to get give in to like the, the status quo. We ain't here for that. So first up, um so my 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 thing is if you follow me on twitter anywhere like you know that i have an issue um or no actually the show has an issue i just call it out there's an issue where in all of the season premieres in the last in the chibnall's run a black woman um like is prominently killed and the thing about it is is that like the first time it was grace and that was like literally my heart dropped and we were all like we all knew it was happening mm-hmm. but like it still hurt so bad it was like hey this is like clearly the better character of the two that we are yes. being introduced to in this moment but like it was that and then in Spyfall part two but since Spyfall is being treated as like one whole premiere that's why it counts but in Spyfall part two Barton kills his mom on screen needless yes. it's needlessly on like five different levels and even if I'm callous and think that the death is warranted story-wise, the way it was done, it was still bad. So it was like right there. And this one, the first people we meet, or like, you know, after the, the doctor, obviously, the first new people we meet are, I think their name was Syntec. Um, and they're the ones guarding Swarm mm-hmm. before he was Swarm or whatever. But, and I mean, again, that whole thing is set up to like a horror movie situation. It very much is. Um, but, you know, he turns to death. Or they, I don't actually know. They kind of are queer-coded. Like, they could be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they turn to death. And it's like, uh, it's one of those situations where I'm like, maybe you could have not cast a white person for this if they were going to die right. right here. Because like it keeps happening. 
Exactly. In isolation, this particular death, whatever. Like, it, it doesn't right. really mean anything because it's just to serve an end narratively. Um, not in, like, a fridging way, but just to show, like, oh, this guy's not playing. And, like, right. it could have been anybody in that role. It wasn't, like, significant that they were a black person or anything like that. Exactly. And so, I, in isolation, this wasn't so bad. But there is a pattern. There so, um, don't like it. Not a fan. Um, and so, we're clocking it here in Ruth's Rants and Raves. Exactly. Which is also why I'm like, Vendor better not die. A, because he, he's the boy. But also because this this pattern, we we are not we are seeing it from the mountains and we are not pleased. <laughs> Next for me, again, I talked about it in the episode already, so we won't dwell on it, but Thasman is struggling. And <laughs> I just really feel like it's just forced conflict and it's grating on my nerves because you can accomplish the same thing narratively for the doctor's character without having to put Yaz's character in this position where she isn't being portrayed as not as close to the doctor or maybe not trustworthy enough, even within in the doctor's eyes, even if it's that we know that she's trustworthy enough, there's no reason why the doctor should think that like Yaz and the doctor to the way I've seen their relationship play out should be close enough that this is not an issue. I don't like it. And Honestly, the, again, the, 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 we, I just want the queerness. It would right. make so much sense that they would be romantically involved. And so I feel, I don't want it to be true, but it also feels like while also just being lazy about giving the doctor this like internal struggle and conflict, it also seems to be, and it could be projecting, but like a response to the fandom who has really rallied around and picked up on the chemistry here and yeah. like pushing it away. Like, no, 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 they're not that close. It ain't like that. And I'm just like, ah, that's, that's what the main thing was for me. Like, I feel like you're trying to, it was kind of the way that like 12 was like aggressively rude to Clara. Just to like, right. Hey, there is no romance here. Bing, bang, boom. Like there, we're not doing that. And I'm like, you really honestly did not need to spend the whole like half a season of him basically calling her out her name and like talking mm-hmm. about her body and her face for us to get that. You really could have spent like one episode being like, bro, look at my face. I look like an older man. You look like a younger woman. If we are in the streets, people are not going to vibe with that. So it's not happening. Like they really could have nipped it in the bud, but they spent so much time just to like hammer it in. Like this is not happening. And like, hey, shippers going to ship what they need to understand. People are going ship. You could, I mean, and I have seen this myself. You can have the character kill the other character and somebody going to find a way to make it work. So Absolutely. there is really no way to erase that possibility for people. So I hate when shows react to that kind of, or like mm-hmm. they don't want, like, oh, they're reading something to it that we didn't intend. And like that happens. And like, I understand not wanting that to happen if you don't plan to take the story there, but then to then go like a 360, wait, not 360, that's a circle, 180. If you do a 180 and are like, changing the way these characters interact just to make it so that people aren't seeing something else that I don't like. Like, I feel like they did that even like, like Sherlock is like the yes. shippers ship so hard. And then like the show made fun of shippers in a way. Like it was always like, we're right. gonna it was messed play up. with your emotions and we're going to make it make fun of you for thinking this. But I'm like, no, you have actors that have a certain kind of chemistry naturally. Then you have situations because you are very like your experience is narrow, but other people have a, different experience and are reading this completely differently and that's not mm-hmm. bad you just have to say like 
narratively we're not doing that but if you see that fine it's the fact that they say oh we're not doing that so we need to make sure we hammer it in that this is not what we're doing and that turns people off i hate that i hate it too i hate it because even just narratively as a friendship it's detrimental but then on top of that like why the queer community needs representation and that is also why beyond the shipping of it all like the lgbtqi like plus community sees things because like nicole was saying other experiences in the world that you as like and i'm not to assume like i don't know chris Jimno's life like frankly but like <laughs> uh like assuming that he is a cis straight white man like he doesn't have those experiences so like right. just let us read into it and like there's no harm in it and so i'm hoping that's not what they're doing obviously but like i that like i don't it's hard to say that that's not. And so right. I am. It's like you kind of like hopeful, but also like not going to, I'm not going to invest in this, this being the, the goal. Cause I don't think that the show is going to do that. Um, right. But I would love for them. To, I would love to be proven wrong in this one. I would love to be like, you know what? Got you. We actually are going to do that. Cause to me, that's like the best thing you can do in a show for me is like really surprise me. So, um, mm-hmm. I, 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 we're gonna hope and then also be prepared to be exactly right <laughs> for the same old same old yeah on to our raves what what you raving about i mean my notes just say vendor fine as hell on god like he is so <laughs> okay so like again there is like like there's a physical being like an attractive person but there is also like something we could i could not have accounted for beforehand which is the personality of this character mm-hmm. and i was when i say that the scenes every scene like the two scenes that we got i was like oh my god i love them because a they like i felt like i would they acted how i would act which is like i'm mm-hmm. definitely out of here i am out of 3000 um we're not staying here why these planets are getting ate up uh, <laughs> like i just really liked their like personality and they were not playing against anyone they were not like exactly they were not yeah like the fact that you're just in a pod or like in a space station or whatever and you're like able to exude that much personality without even playing against someone it's like i found that actually like i genuinely and i mean that not just because i find them attractive but like that made me really like the character in a way exactly because i was like i might not like like i'm like i have set myself up for the possibility that like the hype is not going to be met because mm-hmm. I'm excited about this actor, right? But I'm like, that don't mean nothing because a lot of people I like have played roles I did not like. Um, so I was just right. really excited like that I like actually enjoyed this character. So that's my Absolutely. rave. It's like, Vendor is actually given what needs to be gave. And I am very excited to like get to know him and see what he's doing and see what's going on. <laughs> How you doing? Like, what you doing? Yeah, absolutely. My <laughs> rave is literally all I put was same because, like, that's it. Like, Bender stole the show, and I'm I'm fine with that. Like, I'm, it it is well with my soul. So, I love it. <laughs> all right, and we're going in with the quotes from the TARDIS. Um, my quote. Uh, again, I, again, y'all y'all been here. Y'all know we pick out quotes that really resonate with us, like from the episode. So y'all been here. Y'all know what it is. Um, my quote that really just like, I don't, I can't, it, it was the delivery for me, mm-hmm. but the doctor right at the end of the episode says the end of the universe. I always wondered what it would feel like. And I just was like, dang, this is serious. Like I don't, the way Jody <laughs> delivered that line, like I just like felt that in my chest. So 
Yes. It's and also just like really something the doctor has never experienced. Exactly. You this forget. is new. That's, yeah, I love that. Um, and my quote is from the good homie, my blue homie, Swarm. <laughs> um, and it was in that, uh, that mental DM. Uh, they say, I remember every battle. This gives me the advantage. Our final fight has begun. I love it. Ooh, I, love, I it. love it. It's just so like ominous and it like it gives history but it also gives you nothing. Perfect. It's like a perfect And also our final scene. fight. Like how does he know? Like what have they been prepping? That's what I'm I know. Saying. It's like, like y'all been what doing is this so long, on? but like there is we have no context. Like we have we know nothing, but we know a lot. So I lo- I love the ominousness of it. Like I love that it could be anything and it it can ugh, shivers. Yeah, shivers. Agreed. <laughs> So that's it for us and the recap of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, where can you find us? Let me tell you. We, we're in all the places, basically. <laughs> you probably already know where to find us, but just in case, you can check out blackgirlscreate.org. That's where we'd be. We have all of our other like projects, um, podcasts. We got a YouTube that's got like digital con content. Like You just check us out over there. It's got everything. Ask for social media. Where do you want us to find us? Like talking about stuff. You can follow us on Twitter at Black Girls Create. That's BLK Girls Create. And that's our whole organization. We we be doing fandom stuff, creation stuff, fandom to creation, critical fandom, all that. Um, you can follow me at Delia is typing. That is D-E-L-I-A is typing. You can Queer follow Nicole specimen. at Queer Specimen, <laughs> period. I also, we should also, you can also follow at Black Tardis. That's where she'd be doing her, her who stuff. Um, tweet at us your thoughts uh, uh, using the hashtag Tarbis T-A-R-B-I-S what do you think of this episode do you do you want to just share vendor gifts back and forth I'm down with it like holla let's do it um, <laughs> rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast also you can become a Patronus did you know we have a Patreon we absolutely do honey Head over to patreon.com slash blackgirlscreate to support what we do. Patronuses who donate $15 per month get more nerdy deep dives with our BGC Presents limited podcast series where we deep dive into properties such as Naruto, Lord of the Rings, and more. And, of course, we can't leave without mentioning that Tarvis is part of Hard Knock Media. We've joined the Nerds of Color podcast network, including the podcast Hard Knock Live, Southern Fried Asian, DCTV Classic, Ask bi girls desi geek girls we're not all ninjas and that moment period look we it's a whole roster so check us out over there too um at hardknockmedia.com and yeah thank y'all for listening we're gonna be back next week with the next doctor who episode of what the flux i mean the flux <laughs> war of the sun suntarans the suntarans are here they're they're we gonna see more of them apparently it's gonna be fisticuffs hands on site <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.